when things go left and taco hello hello and welcome back everybody we are happy to have you here today it is sunday which means it's time for another sunday fun day are you excited about that taco as excited as i was about my third marriage oh we don't like talking about him at all no no he was a bitch but today how you feeling you know, good, because you literally just took me for tacos, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you got me chocolate earlier, and I'm just, I'm in such a happy, positive place right now in my life. It's it's beautiful. I mean, live your life, queen. Yes, yes. 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 Yeah. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm, I'm good as well. I mean, any day, though, where you get tacos, it's a good day. Obviously. Like, Unless you're a monster. We don't like to talk about those people. We don't. So... What do you want to get into today? What are we going to talk about on the Sunday Fun Day? You know, I I feel like we talk about a lot of great things, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I was wondering if maybe the answer is probably no. Oh, fine. Okay, so um, the child I'm currently pregnant with is not on the table for discussion. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Um, next week's episode. Next week. Okay. No, I was thinking maybe you know because we were talking a lot recently about like you know, you and your artwork and your painting and and like me with other creative avenues I want to take and do. So maybe kind of somewhere along the lines of like, you know, finding and pursuing dreams and, you know, it's good. Okay. Where we stand. Do you think that'd be good? Um, I mean, it'll probably be boring because, you know, the listeners don't want to hear about dreams, right? Like they don't want to think of like what would make me happy. No, not right. No, not at all. They've said as much. No, let's get into it. That's a really good, you know, idea and discussion. I, not, you know, not to uh, to shade on the job, but I feel like it's really important. Uh, and, you know, I guess topic number one on finding pursuing your dreams is it's important to have a passion outside of employment. Even if you love your job, you can't let who you are be that job. Right. Right. So for you, because I've kind of dabbled in a lot of hobbies, but for you, what is or what does it look like to try and find that hobby and that passion? It's something that I've personally always had an issue with. I was never really encouraged to follow dreams and passions. Uh, And then parenthood hit and. I was just so focused on working and being a mom that what I wanted, whether it was for a hobby or for a career, just kind of like all fell by the wayside. And so we talk about how, you know, for me, like coming up with the idea, like thinking of something is not difficult. It's like the follow through, the execution with it. Um, I have lots of things that I would like to do. What are a couple of them? Well, a big one is probably this podcast. You know, I I like talking. You and I have a lot of really great conversations, and yeah. So to be able to t- take that and and turn it into something is nice. But it's also like creative. Like maybe I want to have an Etsy shop or, or or do something and create, you know, merchandise on there for certain things and. You know, with as much as I love movies and TV and da 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 and this and the third, coming up with ideas for funny things seems like it would be easy. It's just finding the time and the money and the 
energy to do it, <laughs> to well, be and, honest. And, you know, I, I, I'd say pursuing your dreams is kind of a lofty goal, right? But dreams can be different for everybody, but also dreams change. But pursuing hobbies and finding, uh, you know, interest in things that make you happy is more along the lines, I think. And if it's one thing I learned very quickly is that with a, a single guy with a little bit of disposable income when I started it, your hobby, don't let a financial barrier keep you from something that makes you happy. And it's not to say that money isn't a real issue, right? I'm not belittling that. But when it comes to your hobby, regardless of what it is, unless your hobby is taking Instagram selfies with billions of dollars in real money, right? There's always a way around it. There's always somebody who has that interest that you had and is just as broke, if not more broke than you. Right. One thing I kind of learned is that while I enjoy having in my painting situation, all of the bells and whistles, realistically, you need three brushes, some paper, or a surface to paint on, and a couple of paints. Like, you don't really need much else. Right. Now, as you develop and you get more into the hobby, yeah, you want things because you learn things and you want to grow. Right. But do not, if I could give that advice, is don't let a money barrier deter you from being in what you love to do and what you're passionate about. So how do you, like, take, say you had somebody like me, for instance who is a single parent with more than one child whose sole income is the income for that family. How do you recommend that I do it? Do you recommend setting a little bit of money aside each pay period? And if so, like, what if I don't have that money to set aside? Well, a lot of people won't have that money to set. I, and again, I can understand where it might be hobby specific, right? Cause like if your passion is yachting around the world, you know, Maybe take a metal boat out on the lake, right? you know, build a raft at home, build a boat at home, do stuff like that. Because again, it, it, I get it. Money is an issue and it can depend on it. Right. But if you find something that you're passionate about, you always tend to find a way to work around it. So wh what hobby? I mean, like doing a podcast. A lot of people don't, you know, understand like while we have now some recording equipment, we started on a phone. Yeah. And we do a lot on a phone still to this recording, you know, Yeah. with my painting, like I have a bunch of canvases now. Yeah. I have a bunch of paintbrushes. I would say paintbrushes are the most expensive thing, but realistically, if you're just starting something new, you don't necessarily need the finest quality and everything. Right. Because one, you don't know if you're going to like it. But two, there's something to be said about somebody who learned how to do a craft or a trade without a silver spoon in their mouth. Yeah. Uh, you learn by doing it the hard way. And not to say that you can't take advice, but you learn so much more in how to be self-sufficient. Like so. working your way up to the high-end stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a big part of uh, doing it is, is don't don't let maybe past failures, don't let trauma, don't let issues, don't let don't let excuses ruin, you know, that opportunity. So, I mean, we kind of mentioned where for you, like paintings, a big thing. Are there other 
other dreams, other avenues, other things that pique your interest? Or is it just strictly like painting? So painting for me kind of started as a stress reliever, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You kind of go through some issues. And I think the idea that I had, though, is once I realized that I could get better, then I kind of had this lofty goal and idea of maybe painting and then painting for profit, not only painting for joy, but painting for profit. Right. Um, you know, little did I know I'll have to be 400 years past my prime, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not achievable, mm-hmm. but it, it just is what it is. Now, other stuff, I, as far as a non-profitable situation, like I, I, unfortunately after my injury, I haven't ridden, but I used to ride motorcycles. You know, that was something that I really fell in love with. Uh, granted, it's an expensive lifestyle. It's an expensive hobby. But if you're willing to learn and work, there's a lot of ways around that financial burden as well. Right. Um, and then, you know, I don't really know that there's other things I enjoy, like reading and stuff like that. But, you know, as far as like worrying about like other hobbies that take up time, you know, I have painting. We, of course, we're doing the podcast together. Um, and then when I used to, but when I wrote, yeah. Yeah. What about you? Like, obviously the podcast, what, you know, you talk about merchandising, like what's, you know, what else do you have out there? What else do I have or what else would I like to do? Cause what like, other ideas? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I think, um, I, <laughs> I think if I could like sit down and focus and do something, it might be different, but I mean, just in the last, what, six months, maybe a little bit longer. I'm like, Oh my God, it would be fun if we could do resin projects or it would be fun if we could do candles or it would be fun if we could do this. And so we spent money to buy like resin materials and we did it, but we did it for like a day or two. And then, well, let's do candles. And we got the stuff to do candles and we still haven't done them. And okay, well, I think it would be cool if we could do merchandise dice like this like oh it'd be funny because there's like an avenue for marvel themed things or harry potter themed things but it's also just like funny like current mood of the day type shirts and stuff and spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars for the machines and materials necessary to do that kind of stuff and i haven't done it yeah. And so it, it, I, like I said, I have plenty of ideas of what I would like to do. It's just um, nailing it down. Well, setting aside the time, and I mean that's kind of a, another good topic to to go into. Um, you know, obviously, you know, I've been more busy lately with relationships and just trying to split my time up and then working. Um, and I mean, as a as a single mom, like you really, you pretty much, you're like the poster for free time, right? Like, yeah. it's it's ridiculous how much things you don't have to do on a daily basis. Right. But um, maybe that's a good thing to talk about. And, and maybe that's a good thing for, I know it's hard to always take your own advice, but are you choosing to set aside time to try and do things, learn things, and try new things that make you happy? I'd like to, yeah. You'd like to or you will? Because there are different answers. I want to be proactive and say that I will, but I also know that everything's been collecting dust. So. <laughs> because it's hard, right? Like The intention is for it to happen. Well, and that's that's kind of a thing with me is like, 
you know, I intentionally try to set aside time to read, even if it's, you know, slow at work, I'll choose to pick up a book or if I know I'm going to have a quiet night, I'll choose to pick up a book or I'll choose to paint. Like, I think painting for me is one of those things where I need to force myself to do it more because I only typically plan to do it, you know, like on the weekends or like a Friday night where it would probably be better and I would get more experience and get better at a faster rate is if I was to do, you know, three paintings a week. And I don't have to be big or show quality pieces, but just kind of that proverbial putting pen to paper, you know, not making excuses. If you say it's something that you like to do, then do it. Yeah. So... I agree. I need to be better about it, but especially because of the amount of money that I'm spending on all the materials to do it. You do have an expensive taste. Uh, I know you are not talking, sir. Um, Your hobbies have cost you hundreds this year. My can, hobbies have cost can, me like 20 We bucks. can pull receipts. For what? Needing to have the hot new tech every time it comes out, having to get a new, having to update your car. Having to, like, no, 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 no. First of all, my car is not that technologically advanced. Most of the locks don't work. How many different so, cars have you had? Three. And how long have you been driving? Since I was 17. And how old are you? 32. About to be 33. Like... Do you realize how often that is? One car every 10 years is not that bad. You've had three. Yeah. And I what? Roughly not even 15 year time span? Oh, that's true. I don't math well. But still. Okay. <laughs> that might be why. Technically, you know why I have the truck. But. <laughs> See, all I'm saying is, is your love for tech and updated stuff and materials. My truck is not really techie. And, but like you can, but you also gotta admit, it's kind of like my obsession with cute cuddly things. Okay. But so, okay. So hear me out though. Right. Cause you're, you're talking out your booty hole now. Okay. <laughs> the sportage that I had, the only reason I got rid of that is because I thought I was going to lose my job and I needed a car that was more gas efficient. That thing was getting like 16 miles to the gallon. Yeah. And then I had to get into the clown car. Yeah. And I got into the clown car for survival. Mm-hmm. But then when I had better money, I was like, I don't really need this clown car anymore. And then there was also some other things that were happening, too, where I had to kind of find a quick excuse to back out of a commitment that I had made. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I, I guess I didn't need the truck. But, one, I wanted the truck. I could afford the truck. But also, too, it's like... Yeah, it gave me an excuse. I don't have to blame my family for something. <laughs> so that's different. And also, again, it's a very basic level. It doesn't even have a backup. You, you're you so rich that you have a broken backup camera. I know. Like, talk about money. I can't help that I just be balling like that. Like, you don't, you, like I got it and I don't even need it. Like, but no, yeah. I mean, hobby-wise, though, like, I will say, I bought some expensive paintbrushes. I, I, yeah. I'd hate to hear... Maybe some of the people's thoughts on the cost. Like, I, I have some brushes that alone independently are probably 25 to $30. Well, take, for instance, like, brushes, but in a different context, like makeup, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, same thing. Like, I have probably... Granted, I wouldn't necessarily rate me at, like, a, like a YouTube makeup artist level. You know what I mean? Right. But like, definitely... 
more makeup than I need, especially because I, I wear, <laughs> I wear makeup maybe like twice a year. I go through phases where all I want to do is wear makeup. And then I go through phases where like, I don't ever want to fucking wear, but I still got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars of makeup. So brushes. makeup, I will say is probably a, like, you don't need that well, money barrier, but I will say the higher quality of makeup you get, probably right. the safer Which is like, you, you know, are. yeah, the, uh, dealing with high-end versus drugstore and you know paintbrushes it'd be the same way like you're you gonna go with the cheap because i'm learning well but here's the thing about the cheap versus expensive paintbrushes edition is i choose because it's a hobby that i've been doing for three years now yes at first i just bought like 25 different packs of like the seven dollar paintbrushes right you know it was like a dollar or two a brush but as time went on i wanted brushes to last longer Right. And that's kind of the thing where I'm at, where it's like, I choose to buy a higher quality brush, right. but it's because I know I'm going to be doing this and it's worth the investment for me to not have to buy new paint brushes every, every four months, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and I have some, I think one, my most expensive brush is a micro detail brush. That's probably $35 on its own, but it's also held together really well over the last two years. Which is weird, because, like, with your shaky hands, why would you need a micro? I'm like, <laughs> you know, we don't think about everything up front. No. I don't know. I, I think... I, I don't know. I, I think... Uh, I don't have room to talk, you know what I mean? I got probably no, a grand... No. I got grand's worth of material <laughs> laying around. And I'll find her open. Okay. <laughs> Technically, I've opened all of the things that I've bought. I've just not used them. But they're not. They're in the box still. Mine are not in the box. That's because... You're in a fancy roll-up baggie. Have you met my children? Yeah, that's true. I mean, God forbid. We still don't talk about the door fiasco. No, we can't. It, too many hurt feelings there. It really, really is. But no, I mean, I think that's kind of an idea, right? And and for the listeners too, I hope you kind of take that with, uh, you know, the right setting in mind that if you want to write, write. If you want to, you know, create something, create something. Be, and then it, the other thing too is like, again, if there's a financial barrier, find a way around it. I really enjoy writing too. I had a lot of fun with that when I was in school. My demons scare me. Mm, th- mine don't scare me. I think I think more than anything else, and we've discussed this, is like we just live with nosy-ass people. So if we were to, like if it's something, I'm coming to you and I'm like, hey, I, I, I wrote this piece, can I read it to you? That's one thing. But if you're like going through my shit and like just being snoopy and, and, and whatnot, like that's a different thing. True. Like, you know, don't go looking for trouble because you'll find it every time. Don't go chasing waterfalls, right? Yes. Because you'll get wet. But I, but I, I mean, for me, writing is very therapeutic. There were plenty of classes where I had to do assignments where I had to write stuff. And, um, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, because I feel like my imagination, it could just, it's easier to pour something out on paper that you're writing or typing versus like taking the time to like, Heat up a double broiler and make sure the wax is melted at a certain degree and like, you know. Can you artistically pour candles? I don't know. Can you pour candles with a mood in mind? Yes, probably. I don't know. I've never tried that. I mean, if they could put a whole mood into a candle like, oh, this smells like Tom Hiddleston. I think that's kind of like, <laughs> if that's not the epitome of like a mood candle. <laughs> smells like Shamar Moore and pickle juice. Like, wait, huh? What? Post- what? 
Okay. But no, yeah, I, that's honestly, it's a great, I think it's a great selling point, but don't be afraid to try new things to find these, you know, these passions or these hobbies that you want and pursue them. And then, because you never know what'll hit, what's going to click, what you'll love. And then from there, if you love it, figure out a way that you can get better at it, monetize it, or, you know, however it most benefits you. Mm-hmm. I would say don't always do things strictly for money, but if you enjoy doing it, why not make a little extra cash on the side? Because Lord knows with the COVID economy, we can all use it. So, so speaking of, of pursuing dreams and following dreams, I had been talking to a coworker of mine, a friend of mine that I work with, and we were talking about how I keep getting ads to do, you know, like voice work, right? Like voiceover, whatever it would be called, voice acting, I guess. And he was telling me that he does it. And he, um, I guess he maybe occasionally works, like he might get his sister to help him or his, bro- his mom or something like that. But he says he does it and he enjoys it because you, it's just something that you could do and be creative at. But it's like it literally, you take jobs as you would like to. And because I was like, oh, it looked really interesting. I was looking into it. He was like, yeah, it's a lot of fun. He goes, you do whatever work you want to do that comes your way and you know, typically you can get it done rather quickly and it's just another way to kind of let that artistic, um, you know, side creative person. Yeah. Like human, side human of troll. Yeah. <laughs> just allow, it allows it to kind of live and breathe a little bit more. Absolutely. And that's, I think that's important because that creates that dynamic of who you are outside of your job title, who you are outside of being a parent, who you are out of outside of being a sister, a brother, a father, a mother, you know, it, it, it's important to not, regardless of what life is throwing at you, it's important to not lose aspect of who you are. Yeah. And I feel like having something for yourself is what makes that important. Yeah. Having something. What makes it possible. Yeah. And it can contribute to a lot because I think when you stifle passions, whatever they might be, it just makes you unhappy and that can bleed out into everything else. So I think. But it also gives you something too. Like, <laughs> it's weird to say, but like, I find it weird when I meet somebody and they don't have like a thing, yeah. a hobby, you know? Yeah. It's just like, what do you. What do you, what do you, do you just sit there and stew in your hatred until the next day? Like, no, (laughs) go find something. I was joking one time that I love, like, so talking about like pursuing passions or watching things and you're like, you know, think about YouTube and all the different categories of things. And And YouTube is a great resource to learn stuff. I really, yeah, it is. I really love, um, watching like ASMR videos, but also cleaning videos and, I don't know what it is about a cleaning video. And I, I told somebody one time, I was like, I really think I might need to get help for this problem. Cause I just sat here dead ass for like 30 minutes and watched a chick clean a room that was already clean. <laughs> but like, that's how she expressed her creativity and like the ways that she cleaned up and saved space or made her own mixture for cleaning. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, it's cool. It's, it's interesting to see because maybe I'll pick up a few of those things and, and implement them in my own life. But 
I love listening to podcasts and it was just kind of like, yeah, I'd like to do that. That'd be cool. And so it's a way for me. I'd like to think that I've been a nicer person. You would have to say whether that's true or not. Okay. But can you put the knife down before I answer? No. Like, no. Okay. You can't cry about it either. But, uh, you know, just because that way you're able to talk and it's almost like writing where it's, you're talking, so it's therapeutic. You're getting things out. We're talking about all different types of topics. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so it's it's fun. Yeah, I think it definitely is. Um, and, and, you know, find a community to talk to. Um, you know, we kind of talk and hit on that a little bit in regards to when it comes to dating. Like, you know, if you're struggling to find somebody, just focus on yourself because that could totally lead to – you finding somebody with a common interest and then maybe things work, you know, and if you focus on, it's not to say that you can't maybe, you know, spread your wings a little bit and try and fly. But if you worry about your own happiness, you attract what you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and I feel like Be that what you want to attract. Right. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's, a, that's another kind of good thing in regards to working on like chasing down your dream. Um, is that you're kind of focused on you and that type of energy, not to say that you shouldn't give other people attention, but that type of energy makes you attractive in a lot of cases to people because it makes you feel like they have a purpose and their purpose only isn't me. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think it was a great discussion. Uh, I'd really be interested to know what the listeners kind of like, what their hobbies are, maybe what they get into. Mm -hmm. uh, or are you worried about getting into things? Like, are you afraid to take that, that jump? Yeah. Like to know what maybe some of their dreams are. Yeah. They can uh, follow us on the Facebook at. It's it's the Book of Faces. The Book of Faces. The Book of Faces. At. Yeah, it's when, when things go corners. When things go left podcast, I thought. I ch did you change it? I didn't change it. I change it weekly just to keep them guessing. Obviously. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, follow us at when things go left. Uh, and, and yeah, let us know, like, what are you, what are your thoughts? What do you, what are you pursuing? What are you afraid to try? Yeah. Let us know. Until next time. I'm C. And I'm Taco. Bye. Bye.